Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Intuitive Activist Podcast. I'm Leilani, your host, and today I have an extra special episode for you. As you all know, I am an earth angel. That's no secret. And I also often bring earth angels onto the show. Today, what I have for you is a collection of my earth angel friends. So Myra, Kylie, and Anika, who have all already been on the show, and also our dear friend Liz. We are all earth angels. We are all divine channels, and we allow the messages to move through us. We talk about things like what it means to cultivate and to build confidence in our spiritual gifts and to follow a purpose and what it means to truly trust and surrender to divine process. Easier said than done, even for earth angels. And so with that, I invite you to grab your cup of tea, your cozy, cozy spot, and settle into this episode of The Intuitive Activist with my good friends, Myra, Kylie, Anika, and Liz. Hello, hello, my dear community, The Intuitive Activist. I'm Leilani, your host. What I want to start with is just an introduction of us as a collective. So we have more in this collective of folks that couldn't join us, but what this is, is my earth angel community. So I have four women with me today who will introduce themselves, Kylie, Anika, Myra, and Liz. And a few of these names, you know, because you've heard them on the podcast and there's a new voice that you'll hear. Her name is Liz and you'll hear her one-on-one with me very, very soon. And in the wake of our world being the way that it is, we birthed this community with the support and the guidance from source. And it's been so healing and so nourishing for me. And I know others have voiced the same. And we had this call to bring this forward, to have these conversations and to have a space for us to share this with you all. So without further ado, I'm going to let each of these wonderful, beautiful women introduce themselves. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and how you source from your intuition to do the work that you do. I'll start with, let's start with Kylie. Okay, thank you, Leilani. Excited to be here. I am Kylie Carr. How to even, you know, put after the grounding that we did, everybody, that I know that you did not hear, it's hard to even put in words the expansiveness of each of our spirits. And I, I hope I can speak for everyone. But I, The work that I'm here to do is to create safe spaces for people to grow and remind themselves of who they are and align who they are, the truth of who they are with how they show up in the world. And I do that through leadership development programs and retreats. And I have a great community of women I lead and and working in corporate spaces to bring spirit into, into corporate spaces so I can serve those who, who need, to be, to be, need to be reminded most. And a lot of the women I work with, or a lot of the people I work with are black women. Um, I use my intuition in the work that I do uh, all the time. 
I have surrendered to the fact that I am an intuitive. So in anything that I'm doing, creating, even living and being, I, as I tell my, my husband, I be knowing things. <laughs> don't we all, sis? Don't we all? <laughs> don't we all? Yes. And instead of questioning it, I, I rely on it as one of my greatest superpowers. And I know that I'm here almost, um, I, I'm, I'm here to be a vessel to help others learn and grow. So thank you for having me. Oh my me gosh, here. thank you so much for being here, Kylie. And Kylie was actually my first podcast guest ever. So thinking full so circle, sis, full circle. We'll go to Liz. Liz, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us about your intuition. My name is Liz Truluck. I am an entrepreneur. Um, and lately, I have been leaning into my intuitive to help others. I, I think it's been helping me more than I help others. The advice I'm able to give them has been advice that I needed to heed to myself. Um, lately. So listening as I speak to offer others advice has been something that I have learned over the last year about myself. And you have to tell us about your business. Come on, Liz. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, my business is called House of True Luck, which is my last name. And it started with my home. I have a background in, I guess I would just say all tools. Um, I'm not afraid to use anything <laughs> um, and I can build anything. And so I do that for my clients. And you bring beauty everywhere you go. I, I think that that's what I think of when I see every, every, literally anything you create is like, oh my gosh, she's making my sign for my book release. A neat, what is it? Not neon, an LED sign for my book release. And it's just ah, uh, you see people and you amplify who they are and you build things to bring that forward. So thank you. Mm, Anika, tell us about yourself, sis. Hello, my name is Anika Apple and I am an, an earth angel. It's gotten, it's taken time for that to move to the front of how I describe myself, but it feels absolutely right. Um, and so I am um, a podcaster. I have a podcast called The Remarkable Orator. I had the opportunity to actually meet Leilani through Kylie and then to um, be on Leilani's podcast. And quite honestly, it was one of, one of the pivotal days that changed my life. And it is truly what um, I am intended to do. I know that that uh, my voice is intended to be able to connect people to the divine that he has chosen to use. My voice is one of the many voices um, to amplify his work and to reach his children. Um, I also have a YouTube channel um, called The Pearls of Proverbs. It's, it's Wisdom Daily. Um, but right now the series that I'm on is about Proverbs. And um, part of my work there is to really help people to understand the wisdom and instruction that is included. Um, there's so many ways for us to apply things to our daily lives. And so it is it, part of my gift is to help others understand how it's applicable to them. 
Um, but I think that the bigger purpose is really around advocating for others, um, helping to ensure those who feel like they might feel lost or left behind are heard, are seen, and they have the opportunity to heal through storytelling. So the piece about being a storyteller is really, I think my, um, is and what will be part of the biggest uh, part of my legacy um, as I continue to do things like write in the future um, and help to, to bring um, some of the stories to life that will really help people connect, inspire and be taught um, through one another. So, and I use my intuition in all of those places and spaces. I am a channel and I am constantly in awe of how much is present all the time um, to help others if, if we just relax and allow ourselves to tap into it and to be used. And so um, every day is a journey for me to get stronger and stronger of not blocking, not resisting what needs to flow through me so that people can hear what they need um, so that they can be on the path to achieve their wholeness and purpose. And for listeners, if y'all haven't subscribed to the remarkable orator, which is Anika's podcast, please scroll over and do that right now because you won't regret it. It's beautiful and so soul nourishing and fun fact, Anika will be reading my audio book. So my book that drops July 30th, Paradox of the Water Bear, Anika will be my storyteller. So it feels appropriate. I'm honored to do so. Mm. Myra, take us home. Who are you? What's your big work? Thank you, Leilani. Um, so honored and privileged to be here and just amongst some amazing women so thank you for, for creating this space. I am Myra Herring. I'm the founder of Capri Brand, and I am a coach, a speaker, a facilitator. I work with ambitious women to help them really tap into their inner beauty um, so they show up that way in their, in their outer beauty, in their jobs, in their communities, standing confident in their power. I call myself a confidence curator. And so I, I you know, enjoy... I see beauty in, in, in everyone. Um, I think it's one of my gifts, but I enjoy helping ambitious women pull that out, you know, through coaching, through professional work development. Um, and so I, I just love doing that. And my intuition story, you know, it's funny. I, I have always felt the spirit from a very young age. I don't know if I was able to put words to it. I have since expanded my terminology <laughs> and um, it has become very clear to me that it is intuition, that it is a spirit uh, that speaks through me. And so when I um, tap into that, it's just so powerful. So I love having this community of other people that I can um, do this work with. And um, it's just a blessing. So very happy to be here. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Myra. And you, your podcast episode, for those that haven't heard it, was a game changer for me, just recording it and being in community and conversation with you. And it all, what, what it did is it highlighted for me all of the ways I still wasn't acknowledging my own beauty because it's hard to be in the presence of somebody who sees beauty in everything and owns her own beauty and to, to not think 
oh my gosh, like it's, it was almost like an awakening for me of, I thought I was owning and like loving myself and owning my beauty, but to see the ways that you radiate that it's just the way you walk through life. It's literally what your angel wings are made of your garb, like everything. And I think that that is what's coming through me right now is seeing each of you in the ways that you're owning your gifts and owning who you are, that reflection, that divine reflection to me is I get to also stand in my gifts and I get to also own my beauty and the love that I have for myself. And that word confidence, I, I, I've heard that and seen that and literally like five times today, you're the fifth Mm -hmm. time today where like confidence. And I'm like, what's that about? So I think the first question that I'll start with is as you all have been owning your angel wings, we're all earth angels, right? What has been something that helped you grow your confidence and your gifts? Because I think that a lot of listeners are kind of on the edge of like, am I an earth angel? Do I have gifts? What are my gifts? What's my intuition? So just tell me, as I ask that question, what comes through for you? What, what has been important in your journey in cultivating your gifts? I feel like I'm supposed to go second. That's what I'm hearing. Somebody else, whoever's being called, because you, you have a whole group of channels here. So <laughs> somebody's been talked to. Mm. Uh-huh. We, that's the one thing. That's something I got to say about this group is there is no hiding. There is no hiding because we, we know what's up. Like we hear the spirit, we know what's up. All right, it's me. Yeah, I knew it was you. I knew it, Anika. I I was like looking at. I'm like, it's you. Take it this away. is. It's been one of the hardest parts of of the journey for me, and it's funny because um, as Myra was talking, like. I would sit with a notebook and just have a download and just, you know, just be writing. And I'm like, I don't know where this is coming from. Um, And then read it and be like, this is amazing. And then close the book and walk away. And so there, so what comes through immediately is what are the questions that you have that you're, that you are holding onto when you are feeling like this resonates with me? Because I think that what happens is we feel the resonance and then immediately start to try to explain it away with why it can't possibly be. I can't possibly be ready. I can't possibly be that talented. I can't possibly be someone that, you know, that that source would trust. And we can convince ourselves, our minds are powerful. We can convince ourselves of anything, anything. And so what you feed into your belief, where you spend your time will manifest itself into the direction in which you go. And so for me, it has been telling myself that even if I don't quite feel fully confident that I am trusted and I am here for a reason and that there is purpose and that I can't deny that source has been using me showing up in coaching sessions, showing up in my workplaces, showing up in my friend groups. And so 
if I know those things to be true, because I can look back and see them, how can I question it in this moment? And so it's drawing the confidence from what I know to be true instead of allowing myself to get lost in what I'm wondering about if it's possible in that moment. And I think the other piece that I would say is you need a community because, and where you are truly vulnerable, because if you can do that, if you can allow yourself to be vulnerable with people that you really trust, who really see you, they will help remind you of who you are when you have forgotten. So that's what I would say. And now Kylie, you're up. (laughs) Well, before we switch to Kylie, I got to say one quick thing about Anika, because what you just spoke to about our words creating our reality. I, so many times, and you're laughing because you know, so many times when I'm like, you know, I'm kind of seeing someone and it's like, I am done. I am done. This per, I'm done. I'm, I'm moving on. Or like some work didn't go through. And I'm like, oh, I'm just like not meant to be a creative and this and that. And Anika, literally every single time without fail, because she's so obedient to source, will say, you know, your words are powerful. You're creating your own reality right now. And I'm like, damn it, Anika, every single time. And so, but that's what you mean by having community of even when my, and I know my words are powerful. I create my reality all the time. And to, to the point where it can be really annoying. Cause I'm like, I just said that for a second. And seriously, that's what I'm manifesting, but it's, it's so powerful and it's powerful to be in community with people who can reflect that back to you. So be also what I'm hearing come through is be careful who you circle up with, be careful who you circle up with, because that will also be what generates your reality. So we will go to Kylie, what you are our second, what is coming through when you think of this concept? Who? Well, everything that Anika said, every last word, yes. And I believe that it, in my experience and what I've observed is that we have the most lack of confidence when we're further away from the truth of who we are. The further away we are from the truth of who we are, the less confident we are. So for me, as I continue to do this work, as I continue to realize that this, I'm just a soul having, I'm a spirit having a human experience, that it's not about me. It's not about me or anything that I know, anything I do, this body I'm in, it's not like this is all not important. It is not important. So, and even just yesterday, I was, um, I was, I was leading, I had a speaking engagement with a group of women and um, this is a global group and I was talking about presence and personal branding and confidence and I pulled up this slide because I, I found three de- three definitions of confidence and the three that, that um, and I can't remember the source, it might be Oxford Dis- Dictionary, it says the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something, firm trust. The second is the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. And the third is a feeling of self-assuredness arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. And when I look at these three definitions, the words trust, truth, 
arising and appreciation of one's own abilities all illuminate for me. And it makes me think, what if, what if we can stop relying on our idea of who we're supposed to be? What if we can be rooted in the truth of who we are? And we know that that comes from source energy and that we are each, you know, each of us are here for a reason. Seven and a half billion people in this world over that. And we were divinely selected to be here, to learn, to grow, to create in this lifetime. And then having that, what if we could have that self-assurance rooted in how God sees us and how we are created through him? Like we are a piece of source. We are a reflection of source. So if that's the case, if we're feeling a lack of confidence, we're not believing in God. We're not believing that there is a higher power so I'm just going to stop there. I'm like, don't stop. You're taking us to church. What are you talking about? Oh my gosh. Liz, Myra, I uh, bring it, bring it forward. <laughs> What's coming through you? I'm not sure I can add anything to that. Uh, you know, the word, when you gave the definitions of confidence, Kylie, that stood out to me was assuredness to be rest assured. It's just, it's a knowing, you know, and when you're connected, that's what it feels like. Like if we were to tap into our emotional guidance system, like if we allow our emotions to, to give us the, the cues of, of what's good and, and, you know, what's right for us, you know, feeling assured is, is a cue for me when I'm not anxious, when I'm not do, you know, trying to do too much to make something work when I am rest assured that that confidence is just a knowing, you know, I know I am in the right place. I know I'm in alignment. I am connected to source, like all of the things that you said, Kylie, just oh, completely resonated. And to me, it's, it's a feeling. Confidence is a feeling. It's an emotion. It's you, you can do work to feel confident um, when you're in alignment. So I, 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 just, I just love the, all of those definitions and it, it just feels right. And I, what I'm also thinking too is um, something that Anika actually, <laughs> Anika and I talk a lot every single day to the point where it's like five o'clock and we haven't talked yet. And I'm like, what, what? How, where's Anika at? How are we doing today? Um, but something that I hear a lot from her through her is that when we surrender and we say yes to the path and the purpose that the divine has co-created with us, that we chose to do when we came here, we make source responsible for us. We, I know I saw all of your, ooh, like we make, and I got goosebumps saying that. And I think for someone like me who grew up thinking I had to have it all together, knowing that I had to have it all together. I had to take care of my family. I had to take care of my family. I had to absorb abuse so that my sisters didn't. I think of all of the ways that I had to have my shit together and all of the ways that I could not slip up and that I had to have everything in control. And as I get older, the idea of surrender scares the shit out of me because that means what happens next, right? But when I think about resting in source's arms and just saying, I trust you, 
I surrender to you and I make you responsible for me. It's, it's not something that is of this world to be able to believe that in my bones. And it's not something that is easy for me. I mean, we, every day I feel like I'm struggling with what surrender looks like in this, in this earthly existence that we're in, right? We're so far away and we're so traumatized over the years. Like we, we hold the trauma of our ancestors in our bones and we have to be able and willing to heal generational wounds that we didn't sign up for, right? And even wounds from this, from this life that we didn't sign up for. And so I, I just, I'm feeling really called to just expand and, and just hold that to light that this notion of surrender, we think of surrender as weakness. Surrender is the strongest, most badass thing you can do in a world that tells you that you have to be perfect. You're making yourself responsible or you're making source responsible for you. And that is one of the most badass things. Like I literally think of all of us with our angel wings and our armor and our shield and our sword and being like, I'm surrendering. I am ready to battle. Let's do this. Liz, <laughs> I totally hijacked that, but, and this can be free flowing, but I'm curious, Liz, what is coming through? It doesn't have, what is coming through you? I see emotion in your face. Yeah, I think the main thing is trusting. That was the main thing that I kept getting from Kylie. It's trusting source, trusting him to know that he is instilled in you whatever you need already before you even go through it. <laughs> it's it's baffling. It's something that we can't comprehend, right? It's like, Oh, I see that coming up, but I, am I ready for it? Am I equipped for it? Yes, you already are. It, it, it's an amazing thing. It's to, it's to, I had no control of this year, last year. I, and to surrender that and to understand like, okay, guide me, whatever, whatever, wherever I'm supposed to go has been the journey I'm supposed to be on. I have learned so much um, about myself, about others. It's, trusting. And as we think of ourselves as activists and leading revolutions, it just feels so counterintuitive, right? To think about trust and surrender and being a community and all of these things that would be quote unquote soft or fluffy or whatever, but that is the strength that our world is missing. And so what I hear you saying, Liz, is just like trust has been pivotal for you to actually live into your gifts. And, and what I really love about what you said is that we have to trust that we have it already, that the divine made us perfectly imperfect to tackle everything that we're meant to do here. And that is terrifying. <laughs> like, I know I keep talking about fear and I think it's because it's the one thing that I hear the most as I'm coaching clients, as I host these podcast conversations, it's like fear is what keeps us out of divine grace. It's what keeps us out of our confidence. And it's what keeps us from truly trusting that what we are meant to do here 
is already done, that we are ordained to do this work, that we have everything we need and the people that we need will be put on our path exactly when we need them, right? And so I'm curious, what is moving through? What is coming through? Because I don't think I have the next question. I think it's coming through one of you, honestly. So the, this is so good. The, the thing that came through as you were illuminating, like what Liz's, Liz's comment brought up for you is this piece about what's missing for us, right? When you think about the way in which our ancestors made things work, they counted on one another. They worked in community. It was, you know, we didn't, we, the, the, the saying it takes a village to raise, you know, a, a child. Um, it didn't come out of air, right? It was real. And the dependency that, that they had on one another, the commitment to bring their gifts forward, to share without question. No one in a community was going to be without if someone had it. And yet we can sit in this place of fear of, I'm not gonna have enough if I share all of what I know of all of what I have, of all, instead of recognizing that there is an ample supply of what we need, whether it is love or if they are tangible things that we don't tap into the resources of one another for that. And in order for the shifts to occur for us, we cannot sit in a place where we continue to keep our voices hidden, where we allow fear to convince us that we have to live in perfection rather than accepting the fact that we really don't have control over anything that we convince ourselves we do every single day. It is a, it's a construct, it's not real. And I know that's hard. I know for some of you listening, you're like, what do you mean? But if you just allow yourself to sit in a moment where you recognize, think back about yesterday, how much control did you really have? It's just not true. And so when we start to allow ourselves to think of what the possibilities are, and we allow our gifts to start to flow, the world opens up to you in ways you couldn't imagine. A really good friend of mine, long-term friend of mine, um, his name is Keith, he posted something yesterday on, on Instagram and he was calling out to people who have a message to share with the world that they're sitting on. And he said, someone could be waiting to hear this and they're off their path, they're broken, they're, they're hurting. You know, in some cases they may be physically ill because they're waiting for something that you have been given a gift to share with the world that you're holding back. And I think your, your, your obedience, Leilani, and bringing us together and creating this forum is so that we can speak to the collective, come out of the shadows. We need you, this world needs you. You have pieces of the collective puzzle that have to fit together in order for us to shift this world. And we know we, we can all look at it and be and clearly know it's broken. We've lost the foundation that we once had. We've lost the connectivity that we once had. And we've lost the trust of self that we once had. And we need to regain all those things. And 
that is our charge. It, I was in meditation earlier today and the words that came through from source were, I need you to step into your creative purpose because your words, my writing specifically is going to be somebody's manual to get through their day. And I just, of course, start bawling because I'm a crier, but it's just, if you consider for a moment that what the divine has created you to do here is so required in order for us to move forward completely as a collective, how would that shift your career or your relationship or any, any choice, the breakfast that you eat, like any single choice that you make throughout your day, if you know that you're here with purpose and you know that it's time to spread your wings. And if you needed, if you needed a sign, if you needed a sign, boo, here's your sign. It's time for you to step into it because you are an angel and we need you, right? Yes. Mm, Kylie, what's on your heart? Well, what, what I heard when Anika was talking, I was reminded of the idea that each of us have been given unique gifts for, for a reason. So imagine what would our communities look like if we were able to truly be living from a place of our divine gifts and serving others, serving others from that place. Anika talked about the puzzle pieces. And I also got a, a vision of tapestry. Like we are all supposed to be woven together and woven together, we can be so powerful. We can warm bodies, we can protect, we can be a, a reflection of of beauty and art. Like there's so many things that we can do if we weren't allowing fear to hold us back from giving others the gifts that that source has, has bestowed upon us and trusted us with. So, oh, I just love that idea of coming together through our, our collective gifts and individual gifts. Sounds like a utopia. Yes. It sounds like a utopia and it's also possible. When I think of actual change and actual activism and actual revolution, in my mind, it means creating spaces where we all feel safe enough to bring our gifts forward, where we all feel worthy enough to bring our gifts forward. And I think that people really, when, when I bring forward some of these notions of activism, I think that people think I can be kind of like extreme, which is so funny to me. I'm like, I, have you met me? I'm an earth angel. Like, I love you without knowing you. And you're saying that I'm like an extremist, like, um, but at the end of the day, for me, it's really about, I just want us all to be, to see ourselves in the way that the, the divine and the spirit world sees us as whole, capable, brilliant divine beings having a human experience. And how can we create spaces where it's safe to show up that way? Because that's who we are, right? I was going to add to a part of that obedience. You know, a lot of times our obedience is the key to someone's breakthrough. And we may get stuck in how we think it's supposed to look. Um, and a lot of times we may not move or we may hesitate because 
you know, we had a vision in our mind that it was going to happen this way and it was going to look this way. And when it doesn't, you know, we may hesitate and we may get in our own way. And this goes back to that, you know, the trust Liz talked about and the surrender we talked about earlier. You may have to surrender to, it may not be your preference or it may not be the way you envisioned it and trust that the spirit knows exactly what they're doing and it will work out the way it's supposed to. So, so a part of that, that surrender is, is, you know, letting go of preference, letting go of how you may have imagined things would be. And it's not saying don't, don't do the visioning. It's not saying don't, you know, have intention and things like that, but a part of that is being open. So having intention and being open to, yeah, it might show up a different way. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I feel like Anika and I've had crash courses in this the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I, I literally was about to come off mute and say, and now here's why I say, and here's what my Lonnie's tells me at least once or twice a day. What would it look like for you to accept that it may look different mm. than what you think? And sometimes it's her reflecting it back. Most times it's source reflecting it to both of us. But it's so true that things rarely are the way that we imagine or envision them to be. And that's intended because again, control is a construct. We're not controlling this and we don't know what the best possible outcomes are. So that's. I think we lost the very end of that, Anika. Oh, I was just saying it's beautiful, Myra. Like we, we just don't know what the best possible outcomes are. And then- we just need trust. I love how you said to Anika, it's, it may be different than what we think. And I think that's true because we're thinking, we have a vision of what we expect based upon our thinking mind. And it's not normal. It's not usually the vision that has been given to us. It's not Uh usually what we've, what we've received or the call that we have that, that call is, is typically pretty clear and it may not come in the timing that we want to, but it usually manifests. But when we conjure up in our own little minds, our own little human minds, what we think, and then it doesn't happen the way we think, and then open ourselves up to the possibilities, we realize it can be so much bigger and grander than anything that this little brain can conjure up. Or we overmanage the process and it, and the outcome is something smaller than what source would have intended right? That happens to me more often than not. I mean, not so much these days because I'm like, all right, I surrender because this is too hard, right? And I think in the past, what my MO has been has is to clutch to the details so much that I control, I over control the process. And what I have is great, but it could have been divine, right? And so Oh my gosh, there's so much here. And I love the distinction that you made, Kylie, of the vision coming from the divine, coming from source. And the way to get there has to also come from source, right? Like we can have a loose plan and and you know, but at the end of the day, and we talk about we've talked about this in the podcast before, is stepping on the illuminated stone that's in front of you, like having the big vision and being willing to be led 
right? Because that stone might be way over there. And if I'm not paying attention, I'm not going to step on it, right? So this is typically the part of the podcast where I would ask you all what your bumper sticker is. But before I do that, and your bumper sticker, just something corny, so whatever, like your little your little ditty. And maybe if you've already been on this show, you can think of a different one. And before I say that, I just want, I, I, what's moving through me is this has to be a regular bit. Like we have to bring ourselves back together to this space often. And I see us as, as our form of revolution, that word keeps coming through today, which is so interesting because I normally don't use revolution as a word in my day-to-day language. But our form of revolution is bringing truth, bringing truth to a world that's not used to, to hearing truth, right? And divine truth specifically. We are disrupting this construct. We call it the matrix. We're disrupting the ways that things have always been. And if you're with us, welcome. And we're glad you're here. And so I'm just going to go around the room. What is your bumper sticker? I am going to start where the spirit moves. Whoever's ready. What's your bumper sticker? What's your one piece of wisdom that you would post all over the world? Be remarkable. Mm. What does that mean to you really quick, Anika? What does being remarkable mean? Well, if you think about the word remarkable, it's like, it's so incredibly amazing that it should be talked about. It should be, it, it, it should travel. You should know about it. When something's remarkable, it's like that happened. It was remarkable. Let me tell you all about what happened. Mm. It's not average or normal or usual. And so we were developed, we were built to be remarkable. That's what source is placed inside of us. So when you show up as your authentic self, you are leaning into being remarkable. There's an indelible mark that you are leaving in every room you're in. As you travel around the world with the people you connect with, you are touching their souls. So dare to be remarkable. Mm. It's already within you. It's already who you are. And to not do it. Yeah, to not do it is 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 just to damper yourself. It's what we've talked about here today. Mm, thank you, love. What are your bumper stickers? Mine would be I surrender. That's the journey mm. I'm on. And I know it is it is a it's a long time come, um, but it's a powerful journey. So I surrender. Mm, so apt. We're going to need you to draw that up for the podcast, please. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Liz or Kylie, what's your bumper sticker? I think mine would be today I'm hearing vibe high, vibe high. So mm. when you're at the highest vibration, you know that only goodness will come to you. And I hear that as boundary setting too, right? Because if I'm Absolutely. vibing high, that means if you're too low, ooh, I love you, but sorry. Right. Love you, mean it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the tea. <laughs> love you, mean it. 
She's holding up her amazing mug that says, love you, mean it. I need that mug, by the way. Mm, bye, pie. Liz. Trust the journey. Mm. Tell me quickly what that means to you. Trusting source, knowing that you are capable and able, learning from the lessons that you're gaining along the journey, just trusting that the direction you're going, you'll get where you need to go. You'll pick up the things that you need along the way. You'll help people you need to help along the way. You'll meet people you need to meet along the way. It's trusting the journey. The first mm. call I had with Leilani, I was on a path, but there were tons of signs of direction. And I was at a point where I was learning to trust where I was going. I still don't know where I'm going completely, but I'm trusting that I'm on the right path. Mm. And that takes ultimate surrender too. Mm. I was laughing because man, so really quick, Liz and I know each other through her husband who was actually my manager in a corporate setting. And every single time he would talk about her, I'm like, I think, I think I need to connect with her. Can you connect? And he was always like, oh, yeah, y'all would get along. It'd be great. Da, da, da. And I think we planned on talking for like a half an hour and it turned into like an hour and a half. And, but that's, just, that's how it goes, right? That's the, that's trusting the journey is like, I'm getting this little like intuitive something that's telling me this is my stone lighting up. And what I hear you saying, Liz, is I'm going to keep walking on the stones, even though I'm not quite sure where it's taking me. And that's beautiful. Hmm. Well, thank you, ladies. Oh, I'm so grateful for this time with you. Thank you to the community who's listening to this and continue. Oh, my. Okay. I'm seeing in the chat. What's my bumper sticker? See, I never have mine ready because I'm the one asking the questions. Hmm. Be here now. I'm stealing from when Source, when I interviewed Source on the podcast. <laughs> Anytime I meet anyone that's like, can we be friends or like, can I date you? I'm like, go listen to this podcast where I'm interviewing Source and you tell me if you still want to hang out with me. But Source's was be here now and I have it everywhere in my, in my apartment. And I think that as somebody who can either get stuck in my trauma that's happened to me in the past or get stuck in the details of the future because I'm futuristic and visionary. I think that being here now is my surrender. So that is what I would encourage everybody to consider is in this moment, there's so much information. There's so many messages coming through. There's so much information through our bodies and our feelings. And if we are not making conscious efforts to be in this present moment, we miss our entire lives. It'll just flash before us and then we'll be on our deathbeds wondering what happened. So oh, I love you ladies. Thank you so much for being here and more conversations to come. I love you. Dear ones, thank you 
so much for being here for this lovely episode with my dear friends, Myra, Kylie, Anika, and Liz. And as I think back on the episode, I am just in awe of what is truly possible when we surrender to the messages that are simply moving through us. How often do we really take pause and allow the universe to come forward while we're in community with each other? I am just so grateful to have this earth angel community and this notion of surrendering and trusting what is for us, right? Trusting that our purpose is exactly what it's meant to be and we have everything in our power to fulfill that purpose in this life it just brings me so much comfort and so today i ask you what are you doing to trust your gifts what are you doing today to trust your purpose and what are you doing to trust that you have every single thing in your power to do exactly what you're meant to do here in this life I would love to hear from you. If you want to connect with me, please do find me on all the socials at Shaman Leilani or at shamanleilani.com. And if you'd like to connect with any of the guests that you heard on the show today, please do go to the show notes. You can find all of their information there. But for now, be still my friends and live into your impact. So good to chat with you today and I'll talk with you soon.